Hello everybody, welcome to the ninth, ninth, the ninth episode of the Ometon podcast and I'm very happy to say that I had the opportunity to speak with Preston Smiles who also has a YouTube channel, you know, if you want to follow Preston I'll leave all the links in the show notes but this is one of the guys that make this podcast so worth it because it's so cool having the opportunity to speak with people from all walks of life but someone like Preston, who's so inspirational and always beaming with positivity and energy. Uh, It's very contagious, actually. And again, thanks to you guys, I'm actually able to do this. And it's incredible. We had a very insightful, inspiring conversation. And it wasn't all, you know, sunshine and lollipops. We definitely talked about some stuff that may be uncomfortable for certain people to hear but i forgot who said this but as the quote goes life begins at the end of your comfort zone and like all my podcasts so far at least we went pretty deep in this one and we talked from a range of things from preston's humble beginnings and the catalyst that brought him on this spiritual path right if you want to call it that we talked about how to have long lasting inspiration, how to have a purpose-filled life, how to deal with pain, suffering, loss, grief, how to love louder, how to connect to source, God, love, whatever you want to call it. Just how to live a fucking good life, man. And he's one of the most inspiring characters that I've had the pleasure to talk with, especially given where he came from and the things that he's accomplished. My God. It's fucking incredible. You know, I'm very excited for you guys to listen to this conversation because it may give you, even if it's just one insight that you may not have looked at before, that can help you live a more inspiring life. Uh, It definitely helped me with certain things like dealing with grief and loss and stuff like that. Uh, Obviously, it's all in integration at the end of the day. But sometimes someone's word can just have a little kind of perspective switch that can at least get you started on that process. But anyways, listen to the conversation. I'm sure you guys are going to love it. I'd love to thank all you guys who have been supporting the podcast and this channel so far, especially to you guys supporting me on Patreon. Without you guys, this isn't really... I would have gone this far at the very least. And it allows me to have opportunities like not only interviewing people like Preston, but for traveling and making cool documentaries and educational videos and helping me on my own path. And it's freaking awesome. If you guys want to support future projects, like not only just this podcast, but future documentaries. And there are just certain things that uh, just require a lot more time and money. And without you guys, it's it'll be a lot harder to pull off. So if you do want to contribute to this channel, feel free to check out Patreon. Definitely the best way to do it. There's some cool perks there as well. Um, oh, also, new merch available. This cool third eye monkey design. I'd love to thank my brother, Tone Def Art and Designs. If you're interested in having a graphic designer, go check him out. He's fucking amazing. Get some merch. You can donate some cryptocurrency. There's plenty of ways to support this podcast. Also, uh, signing up to Audible. You can get a th- free 30-day trial and you get a free audiobook like I've been preaching audiobooks for a very long time and it can help you a lot because it's like having a personal mentor chattering in your ear while you're doing whatever if you want the audio version of this podcast go to iTunes leave a five-star review if you're feeling generous um, or alternatively you can go on my website your mate Tom and you can even download it yourself if that is what you wish to do. But anyways, guys, I'm sure you're going to love the podcast, especially if you're looking for a bit of an inspiration boost and maybe have some insights that you haven't looked at before. You know, this kind of stuff. Hey, buddy, what are you doing? And if you have any guest requests, maybe someone that I haven't thought of before, don't hesitate to comment below. Just comment below just to say hey, just whatever. Anyways, remember to like, share, subscribe, and all that jazz, and I'll catch you guys on the next video. Peace.
Welcome everybody to another episode of the Your Mate Tom podcast. I've got Preston Smiles with me today. <laughs> What's going on, brother? Uh, I really appreciate you coming on. I've followed you for quite a while, man. You're a very inspiring character and your positivity is very contagious. Um, and I actually like... the reason. One of the reasons why I like you is because you've gone through the trenches. Like, you know what I mean? You're coming from a humble place and not just talking hippy-dippy stuff. So... Um, with that being said, where do you source all your energy from, man? And maybe you can explain to the audience the difference between that lasting sustainable energy and the one that kind of you have to force it, but it fades away. Yeah, man. Um, you know, I've come to understand that willpower is is not necessarily on will call. And if I'm going to use willpower, which is what most people do, especially dudes, because we've been taught to have the right answers all the time. So we sort of will things into existence, but we also will ourselves into the hospital and, and sort of burn out. You know, so many people are like, have adrenal fatigue and are just like dying, which is why they get so ramped up on like Red Bulls and just stupid shit that's killing them. Um, so for me, understanding that will will willpower is like, like a... Um, it has like a time limit. It's like like the battery on, on our phone, you know what I mean? So for me, mm. understanding that when I wake up in the morning, my phone is fully charged. By the, by the half of the day, my shit's at like 30%. And, and willpower is the same way. So for me, the reason why I have so much energy is a couple things. One, I do the most important stuff within the first four hours of the day. So I like mm. jump in and most important for me are my rituals, right? So I, I have a set of rituals that I do. I do not do them the same way every single time. And there's lots of reasons behind this and lots of science behind it that says if you do the same exact shit every single day, it will become routine and lose its potency. Hmm. So interesting. the reason why I don't just do my gratitude journals every day is because that meet and a lot of people say that and it like annoys me but it's all good um <laughs> it's all good the reason why i don't do that um is because variety is the spice of life and i get to the essence of what it is so first things first i wake up in the morning and i immediately look for water why because we our bodies are like 70 percent water and most of us are dehydrated um, yeah, as he drinks some water. Um, Thank you. And so most of us are dehydrated. I immediately uh, charge my body with water. And then, um, before then, I usually reach over to my wife and sort of like kiss the back of her neck or like smack her butt a little bit and like <laughs> play a little bit. We have, exactly. We have, we have like this thing called a snuggle alarm. So the first thing goes off. First alarm goes off about 6 a.m., 5.50, 6 a.m. Um, and then. Uh, that alarm tells us that we have about 20 minutes to just connect, right? Okay. So water, connection, you know, sometimes that leads to sex, which is why I have a child on the way right now. Um, Congratulations, man. Thank you, sir. <laughs> and then after I do that, I either do one of two things, not in the same order. Either if there's waves, because I love surfing, I go grab my boards and run straight to the ocean. If there aren't any waves, then I will meditate for like 10 minutes and and i don't mean like um sitting in a particular position i just take quiet time and listen listen mm. to my thoughts sometimes i repeat this mantra i deserve i allow i receive and i repeat mm. that over and over and over again and i allow my body to feel what it feels like to deserve to allow and to receive and then i pick up one of the thousands of books in this house, or I listen to an audiobook and I just go walk in nature. All of this happens within the first hour of being awake. Then the next hour is me having a green juice or something, a smoothie, something that's, that's life-giving. Mm, uh, something nutritious, so, yeah. Exactly. And then, and then we're on to what is the one thing today that if I only did that, and screwed up everything else, that if I only did that, I freaking win. And so mm. I go do that thing. And after that, the rest of the day is cake, which is why I have so nice. much energy, because like, what the fuck do I want to do? Doesn't matter, uh, it's up to me, I already did what I needed to do. All the important shit's done, so you're like, ah, oh, 
load off. Now you can just play, have fun. Yeah, yeah. That's all. Yeah, that's actually really good advice, man. I'm going to assume that you weren't always like this and had all these crazy rituals and stuff like that in your upbringing. Um, do you want to just for those who haven't heard of you? Do you want to go into um, just how you were when you were younger, and maybe what was the catalyst that yeah. got you that forced you on this path? I suppose. Yeah, man. I've had yeah. many catalysts, and like we all have. Yeah, yeah, um, for sure. The the main yeah. one. <laughs> yeah. So, so one of the stories that I share is that is very early. I was um, I was placed in special education classes, and they didn't really explain to me that I tested as a genius in certain areas, but I was testing like a toddler in other areas um, based on the standardized testing. Right. Mm. So, so, so um, they just sort of took me out of my class with all my friends and walked me over to a building. That had and excuse my, my my languaging, but this is what I was thinking as I was, as an eight year old. Uh, the building where all the retarded kids were, mm-hmm. and they walked me over to this bungalow. And as they were walking me over there, I started thinking, well, well, I must be I must be retarded as well. And so we got in there, and these kids are drooling on themselves, and I made up a story that I was dumb, that I was stupid, that I wasn't as good as everyone else. And so I began to seek approval outside of myself um, and by the time I was 11 I joined a gang I started smoking weed um, I started fighting and busting windows and spray painting and um, when I was 15 uh, one of my best friends at the time uh, asked me to come out and hang and uh, him and I used to fight over shotgun over the front seat you guys say that? yeah, yeah of course yeah. shotgun yeah yeah, yeah. 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 So we used to fight and this particular night, uh, intuition kicked in. It was the first mm. time I truly understood intuition. Mm. And my, my gut said, don't go. And I said, I'm, I'm not. And he was like, oh, you're going to be a bitch? And I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be a bitch tonight. And uh, we hung up the phone. And within a few hours, um, every single person in that blue Astro van that I was in the night before and the night before and the night before uh, was shot. And my best friend Scott was shot in the head and died. And this, for me, was one of the biggest catalysts because I didn't know how to process it. I didn't even know how to be with it. One hour, I have a friend. The next hour, he is gone. And I just had this, I went through this whole process where I was like, why am I here? I, I was literally just in the van within 24 hours. Why am I, why was I saved? Why am I here? And, you know, if you grow up in a Western culture like Australian or, or New Zealand or freaking the U.S., you are taught very early, and I was taught, that big boys don't cry to yeah. man up and not to be a fucking pussy. Mm-hmm. And so, I, you know, now I think pussies and vaginas are amazing. Yes. Um, <laughs> and women are amazing. But at this time... Uh, vulnerability was 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 a weakness mm. and so instead of me processing it I just ran and I, I asked my dad could I leave and he said where do you want to go and he, I said I don't care and two weeks later I was on a plane to Pittsburgh Pennsylvania I got off the plane there was a sign with my name on it this woman Shirley Russell who's my who was my dad's high school sweetheart took me in uh, she lived within this particular county because in the U.S., um, there's some really like systematic racism shit that happens mm. where they draw the county lines, the city lines, based on where brown people stop living. And so shit. they'll give this, anybody who lives on this side, this, the, the schooling, they'll give them the best teachers and they'll give them more funding. And then anybody who lives on the other side, they won't give them that. Yeah, and so it's, yeah, it's set up to keep um, a particular group in power mm. and she just so happened to live on that side and so i checked into this school have you ever seen the first prince of bel-air yes yeah. i have yeah, yeah okay so there's <laughs> i was that in reverse oh, so in reverse okay because he was like in west philadelphia born and raised yeah. in the playground and we went from philadelphia which is in pennsylvania to bel-air i went from l.a which Bel Air is in LA, yeah. to Pennsylvania. And I checked into the school, and the first day, and I'm going to end the story uh, in a minute. The first day of school, 
I'm walking in through the hallways, right? And you, you remember in high school they have those like glass windows when you're sitting in class and you can like look outside. Yeah, 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 yeah. I used so to look I'm at side there all the time. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I'm walking by, and every class that I pass, everybody's like, "What? What?" And I can see them reacting. And I'm like, "What's happening?" So I get in the into the office, and this woman's checking me in, and she's like, "Hey, um, um." So you're going to be in Miss Johnson's class, and she's explaining this whole story to me. And um, I sort of stop her and I say, "Ma'am," and she's like, "Yeah." And I was like, "Is there anyone else at this school who, you know, like looks at like me?" And she says, "Oh, you mean black? No, there's we have one other black girl, but you're the only black male." And it was amazing because I immediately became the most popular dude at school. Wow. And I joined a new gang called Wexford Mafia, which was a bunch of rich white kids with BMWs and Mercedes and all this stuff. And um, what happened was, was I had a realization one night. We were we were um, driving to a party, listening to Outkast, Tupac, and Biggie. Yeah. And they were passing blunts, weed around, and, and uh, drinking 40s. And I was in the back seat. And I started to think that and it, it really hit me that, that the kids at my former school were literally doing the same exact thing, but getting two different results mm. based on the environment and the expectation. And so at 15 and a half, I stumbled upon environmental psychology, right? So these, these kids were smoking weed, drinking, listening to Tupac, Outkast, and Biggie. These kids are smoking weed, drinking, listening to Tupac, Outkast, and Biggie. These kids are going to jail. These kids are going to Yale. And so it hit me that it wasn't about white or black, gay or straight, Christian or Muslim. It wasn't about Kiwi or Aussie. It wasn't about, you know, all of these things that underneath all of it was our truth, which is love. And so that was the, the, the catalyst for opening up and understanding that, you know, the surface level, the, the what, what, what most of us are dealing with is it's all the same stuff. Right, we're all swimming in the same um, goo, yeah. which is love, which is God, which is source energy, which is divine intelligence, which is Buddha, Allah, Krishna, whatever you want to call it, whatever that is. We're all swimming in it. We're all dealing with the same stuff. We're all being bombarded with the same stuff. And so, you know, as you know, I'm in Australia, Africa, freaking Greece, everywhere, London, Canada, U.S. We're doing work all over the world. And yeah. everybody yeah. is dealing with the same stuff. And so that opened up a space for me, and I became an angry vegan, and then <laughs> my religion, and like went through this whole process, created a YouTube channel called Questions with Preston, because everybody, I eventually woke up and understood that quote by the Buddha that says, you will not be punished for your anger, but by it. Yeah. And yeah. I was still an angry dude. I knew a lot of stuff. But the anger was consuming me. My context was anger. And that's all that could come into my space. And so once I shifted that and got that love as all there is, was, and ever will be, my life has literally been a testimony of what is possible. Right? Because I'm a skinny, freaking, you know, chocolate dude who, you know, will be. I'm, I'm, I'm close to being a millionaire. And I do this shit with Chuck Taylors and fucking a skateboard. Like that's awesome. You know what I mean? Like yeah. that's that's possible. You know, yeah, life's crazy, man. Yeah, you definitely create your own reality. That's for sure. Um, how do you, how do you deal with? Because um, you you say in past videos that you used to be a rageaholic, right? And you had a lot of anger built up inside you. And I can totally relate because I used to get into fights in high school and get be so pissed off at everyone. Actually, people like you pissed me off. Like really happy, <laughs> positive people. It's like, what the fuck are you so happy about? Yeah. Um, how do you actually deal with that rage and anger, but like on the core level? Because like for me, I mean, yeah, exercise works. Uh, maybe listening to heavy metal, that's what I did. But it didn't really work on that core level. How do you deal with that? Yeah, man. Here's the thing. There is no silver bullet or, or like one-stop shop for yeah, this. It's, it's, that's why my coaching is not one-size-fits-all. That's why the work that I do is holistic. It is mind, body, spirit, and everything else that I still don't even freaking understand. Hmm. And so, practical. I'm going to give you practical and I'm going to give you like esoteric spiritual. Nice. Right? So <laughs> nice. On a practical level, on a practical level, what I do 
is I do something called a primal scream, right? Because we're still animals. Yeah. My still biology, right? And so what I do whenever something's coming up for me, because a lot of people don't understand that we are the sky and anger, sexual feelings, um, joy, fear are core emotions. They are the clouds. We are the sky. They are the clouds. Most of us are identifying as the clouds. Mm. I used to be one of those people that would say, I'm just an angry person. No, I am not angry. I have experienced anger, which is a human emotion that everybody experiences. How I express that anger is different because I have been taught in ways, because we've all been socially conditioned, we've all been trained, right? Your name, you didn't choose that. No. Not on a like, not on a conscious level. Your religion, if you have one, you didn't choose that. That was given to you. The language you speak was given to you. You have been you were born into beliefs and interpretations, and so the beliefs and interpretations I was born into was Rambo, and mm. um, you know ter- Terminator and hulk hogan and all of these people who expressed their anger through rage right and so at a time when my psyche was being um wired and your psyche and everybody listening at a time when that was being wired the programming that i was receiving from the outside world including my father and my mother the way they interacted was that this is how you deal with this this is how you be with anger And so I started to identify with it. And so for me, one of the practices that I do to allow the clouds to pass, the cloud called anger to to pass, is I do something called a primal scream, where I will scream for at least one minute straight at the top of my lungs from the bottom of my belly, beat my chest, and allow that animal to express itself. And then, after that, I'll just be with it. And ask it, what is it here to teach me? You see, powerful questions call for powerful answers. Mm. So if I ask a powerful question, what are you here to teach me? What are you trying to show me, anger? Right? Mm. Now, now I'm going here with it. I let it out here, and then I went there. Here, then there. Most of us, three centers of intelligence. Head, heart, gut. Most of us try to do it all here. This is how you fuck yourself. Mm-hmm. Right, because a lot. How many of you and and you can attest to this? A lot of us know a lot of people with a lot of information, but information is not the thing that that makes the difference. It's the embodiment piece, and most people don't understand embodiment. No. They don't understand literally being that which you say. Yeah. Right. Like your like, you know, a goal of mine is to have my energy speak before I ever say a word. Mm. For me to walk in a room and everybody just go, whoa, he's here. And whenever he is, I want some of that. Right? That's the game. That's true manhood. Mm. Yeah, well, yeah, because if you're always up in your head and just constantly getting knowledge, 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 it's just mental masturbation at the end of the day and you're not really embodying it like you're saying. Yeah, 100%. Yep. Um, what do you mean by... Because uh, you've written a couple books now, right? Um, what do you mean by love louder and love's voice and things like that? And what do you mean that everything is love and that's all there ever was and all there ever will be? Especially for yeah. those who are in the trenches and maybe you saying something like that just triggers their emotions. Like, what the fuck do you mean? This is all love. This is bullshit. There's so much pain and suffering and evil in this world. How can you say something like that? Exactly. Yeah, so... so I have a belief, and this doesn't have to be anybody else's belief. Um, I have a belief that God, source energy, Mm -hmm. the universe, is omnipresent. And that that which we label good and bad, right? That which we label good and evil, right? These are mental constructs. These are not true. With a capital T. They are lowercase t's. Mm. Truths. We make them capital T's. Right? We, we, we have these... Um, I was talking to my mom about this. Um, in the 20s, they used to tell pregnant women to smoke cigarettes. 
because it was a stress reliever, right? And so what, what was good in the 20s has become evil in the 50s, 60s, 70s, 2010, 12, 17. So understanding that this is, these are mental constructs. This good, bad, right, wrong, these, this, this moral stuff, this is conditioning. This is conditioning, linguistically, biologically, quantum. We have been we have been conditioned to believe certain things based on where we were born. Come in. Um, and so, for me, it serves me to understand the universe in a particular way, which is that it is all love. Whenever and here's the thing, um, I have seen someone die, many. A few now, um, but one in particular, I watched her die. And once you see something like that, when you see someone's brain splattered out the back of their head and just grasping for one more breath, then you get a deep understanding that 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 life, whether it's you know at the top of the mountain or at the fucking bottom of it, is precious and beautiful and amazing. And the stuff that we have complained about a lot of times ends up being a blessing in disguise. You know? A lot of us, you know, we're in a relationship with someone and we'll go, oh, she's my one. I don't know what I'm going to do without her. And then, you know, five years later, you're like, dude, I'm so freaking grateful that I dated her and that we broke up. Because without that breakup, I would have never taken that trip to Peru and did that thing. And when I was in Peru and I did that thing, that ayahuasca ceremony, I met that one girl and she opened mm. up everything and I met her cousin and her cousin became my business partner. And holy shit, I'm a millionaire. And like all of it would have had to happen. And so we can either trust God, the universe, source, love, intelligence, or we can go against it and call it evil and all of these things. And I get it. Sex trafficking, fucking little kids. Mm -hmm. That's a real terrible thing it's from my opinion. Mm, yeah. yes. doesn't make it right or wrong though because right or wrong is a is, is mental construct you know um, so that's what I mean by it I mean that um, the stuff that we've been through and continue to go through is a setup because there's medicine on our hearts that only we can give and it would be awesome if the medicine was only, if it only came in the package that we called good, but sometimes it comes in really jacked up things like your friend being shot in the head, right? Mm. So I'm here now, my friend was shot in the head, and now I, I stand here. I had a friend literally die Sunday, this past Sunday, he just died. He got hit by a car, Fuck. leaving church, right? So this is a reminder for me that life is now. Mm. Yeah, I feel for you, man. Do you want to do you want to meet my wife? Come here, baby. Yeah. Hey. Where's she going? Hello. How are you? Yeah. <laughs> Good. Look, look how gorgeous she is. Yeah. This is um, in Australia. He's got an awesome YouTube channel, and Sweet. some of the people watching right now are probably watching on YouTube or listening on a podcast. Guys, this is Alexi Panos. This is what my up? wife. She's amazing. It's awesome. Do Special guest. <laughs> Yeah. Guest appearance yeah. over here. <laughs> I like popped his back like, oh shit. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> what are you guys talking about? Uh, right now, just what does love mean? And like, how, especially from people who come from such a dark place and just get pissed off when people say like, how can you say this is all love? How can you say that there is right, there is no such thing as right or wrong when my life yeah. is so fucked up and there's so much malevolent things that happen in this world and things like that, yeah. It's Beautiful. tough. Yeah. 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 It, it, it's tough and it is, right? Yeah. Like, and like Preston was saying, you like, well, you imply pretty much that life can only be lived forward but understood backwards, right? And sometimes yeah. something so fucked up happens and you don't look at the good straight away. But then it might even take months, even years for you to even realize like, oh, of course, this led me to this thing and it was all yes. meant to be. Yeah, and, exactly. Uh, yeah, and I read, and I um, feel for you, like you know, your mate dying lately, because I had a friend of mine maybe a month ago who took his own life, and it's like it's fucking mm -hmm. it's heavy, man, and it happens every single day. Yeah. Yes, it does. Yeah, it does. And here's the thing: if anybody's ever looking for some evidence as to um, the gift that is God, love, the universe, why it's all love, is because all of the 
terrible thoughts we've had, all of this stupid, nasty food and alcohol we put in our body, the body just keeps doing its thug fizzle, right? Like if, you, if you're ever looking for anything to just be like grateful for, it's your heart yes. because it has stopped. Yeah. You have said and done some of the most terrible stuff to yourself and brutalized yourself mentally and physically. And the heart just goes, nope, I got you. Boom, 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 boom. I got you. I love you. I see you. You have something to give. Mm. And so I won't give up on you. Trillions of cells dancing through your body, doing the robot, trip walking <laughs> through your body. Right? Happening. <laughs> Happening. I got to check if that was packaged. Do it. Do it. Uh, Bye. So, nice to meet you. Um, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's easy to forget to smell the roses for sure. Yes. Yeah, yes. And the, and the, the reason why I say love louder, yeah. right? And this is because what you appreciate appreciates. What you focus on expands. And so if you're focusing on turning the volume up on your love, then you become bigger than your circumstances. Mm. So for me, it's very easy at most of my life as of lately because I'm focused on love. And if you, whatever you focus on, we have something called a reticular activating system that it happens yeah. in the brain. And whatever you focus on, it will find. If you are hungry, it will find billboards of food. It will smell food. It will, food will just ruminate around it. If you are playing this game called, um, what good is here that I presently cannot see? What good is here that I presently cannot see? And then waiting and listening and allowing mm. and allowing. I deserve, I allow, I receive. I deserve, I allow, I receive. Right? And then letting it land? What? This is like, do you know what awesome life is when you play this game? Yeah. It's just I, I completely agree. What, what do you actually think about the, the spiral nature of reality? Because like right now I could say without a doubt that the joy and positivity that I feel is m on a much bigger level than I have ever experienced. But yes. on the other side of the coin, so is my capacity for pain. Yes. And, and what do you think of thing. that? It's all one coin, and it's not even yeah. fucking flipped, right? Yes. So if I experience pain, and I experience it in as a joy, if that makes any sense. So this is mm. the brain is this crazy like computer, right? And so the brain and the heart, when when we these two things connect, and you just get so um, because see here I understand duality, right? Yeah. I cannot tell you about left without understanding what right is. Of course. I can't tell you about ugly if I don't know what beautiful is. But all of these things I also understand are the same thing. Right? What is left is not really left if I'm standing over here. Like what it it's perspective. And so the the game I play is even when something like my friend getting hit by a fucking car coming out of church, right? Cuz he's a pastor. Doing the thing he loved, 39 years old, never had kids, never been in love, right? I could look at that and go, ah, oh, it's too short. Life was too short. And how, you know, jacked up his life. Or I could look at it and go, wow, he got 39 years doing what he loved, right? Because there's no stopping this. Here's why we do all of the stuff we do. Because we want to control it and we want to know. Mm -hmm. And both of those things are, in my opinion, completely impossible. You can't control this thing. You don't know when you're going to die. I don't know no. when I'm going to die, but it's going to freaking happen. Right? And we want to know everything so that we can feel secure and safe. Oh, if I know more, then I'll be safe and I'll be secure. But the reality is, is you can know more and more and more and you still never be safe or secure unless you choose it, unless you say that that is and for me, I rest in God. I rest in isness. I know that there is no, there's not two coins. There's not even two sides, right? Because hindsight is twenty twenty. Mm -hmm. If I could have the, that hindsight in the now, you know, Alexi and I have been, you know, in an interesting position lately because we have construction happening at our house and my wife is pregnant. And I would love for her to ha be able to nest, right? But I'm going to show you something. This is a construction site in my house. <laughs> That's a giant plastic tarp taped to the thing, and there's a dude in there who is literally ripping our floors apart. And we just got back from Australia, and she's pregnant, and she wants to study. And I did experience stress, but I also understood within the pain, 
Because there's pain and there's suffering. These are two different things. Yeah. Pain, can't get out of it. So suffering, suffering pain times resistance. Yes. So, <laughs> so suffering is a choice. And so I was actually suffering because I was holding on to a thought called, guys aren't reliable and oh, I must be messed up because I'm not a good husband. And then I looked at it. And I was like, oh. Or I could get support. So I set up a call with my coach. And she took me through a process. And then I was like, oh, yeah, I teach this stuff. I'm, I'm going to go ahead and live it now. Yeah, good to be reminded. Right? Yeah. And then bang, in that now moment, I'm back. I'm back. Hmm. And then all that stuff that happened yesterday and the day before, that is now a story. It's not, it's true and not true all at the same time. Hmm. Well, like this- I know that's kind of like... Like a like a mental fuck kind of. Yeah, yeah, I get you though. <laughs> you, yeah, I, but I'm saying some of the people may, who are listening to this may be going, I like, what did he just say? I just want to clarify, all of that is a story. It's the, like here we are now, and what just happened ten minutes ago is is a story, hmm. and so I can write that story looking back, and write it as a disaster, or I can write it as a powerful setup. You know, and for me, yeah. uh, the la- the latter is better for me. You mm. know, uh, I-, I posted on Instagram, uh, I think it was yesterday, that you've been assigned this mountain to show others it can be moved. Mm. And I think that whatever so- we're experiencing, like, so whoever's listening to this or watching this, whatever you're in right now, it's not here to stay. Like, I really want you to hear this. It's not here to stay. It's just passing through like everything else on the planet. Nothing is actually still. Mm. And if you've ever, and I know your channel, you, you deal in psychedelics and things of this nature, if you've ever dropped in to a, another realm or allowed yourself to really like tap in, you'll see that there's sacred geometry everywhere. Yeah. And, and yeah. it's always moving, always changing. And so rest assured that if you're here, you're supposed to be here. And I think that a lot of us get caught up in trying to figure out what our exact purpose is. And let me remind you that you're living it right now, whether you're aware of it or not. Your purpose is to go into that cafe today and talk to that barista and say, hey, Tammy, how you been? That's your purpose is to uh, make a video with the sexy chocolate man. And- <laughs> and- exactly. <laughs> Like, we're all doing it. We can't not be doing it. No. We're on purpose with a purpose. You're, you're being used as we speak. And so you can align with that and go, fuck yeah, I love you, God, let's do it. Or you can resist it. Mm. But both are a choice. Yeah, might as well go for it because life is impermanence, as you said. And yes. there's nothing worth Because I've had very powerful visions of knowing what it feels like to die full of regret. And it is the worst, most emptying feeling in the world. Yep. And, you know, we're all going to die. So we might as well just just do your thing. Be happy and, and just kind of let go of attachments and stuff. But, like, something that I personally struggle with, especially after a very heavy experience earlier this year, is the I got, bomb, like, overwhelmed with the collective suffering of humanity. And yes. it was like knowing that all my loved ones is going to die one day is just just destroys me and it's something that i'm fine trying to find that inner peace for that particular mm-hmm. thing because it sucks man like we're in this life and it's like you have to experience your loved one dying your parents dying just things like that and i know it's like all impermanent all that kind of stuff and it's all one but it's like it's just really hard for me to grasp yeah. that and like kind of be at peace with it how do you yeah. And I know that many other people listening at home have the exact same problem. But, sure. yeah, how do you how do you approach this? Um, you cry. You scream. <laughs> you dance yourself clean. You know, you go into ceremony. It, there, there is no, no one answer to this other than to be in the answering, to be in the listening. Because right? you could have that thought, and I've had that thought, especially with a wife that is pregnant. Now I'm like, yo, I need to be here for mm-hmm. like 80 years, right? And maybe that'll happen. Maybe it'll be 72. 
<laughs> years. Like, I don't know. <laughs> you don't know. We don't know. Yeah, exactly. I have to learn the hard way because I'm a very curious person. And just now I've let go of that. You know what? I'm never going to know. Fuck the, the knowledge and like having what is the meaning to this? Because like we're never really going to know. And it's, it's hard to let go of that. Yes. Yeah. And, and here's the thing. If you've ever seen a dead body, they're not in there. No. Right? That was the vehicle. For a little bit. This meat suit. And so if, yeah. yeah, if they're not in there, where are they? What's the what's the where's the essence? Where did it go? Yes, the the um what do you call them? The mystics have been saying for years um that energy can never be born and therefore it can never die. And our science is now starting to cooperate with this uh idea. Yeah, just now, yeah. They're like, oh, we know this thing. That's like, yeah, we've known this for thousands of years. It's exactly. like, yeah, but anyway. So, reminding ourselves that that is the case as much as possible is the game. Like, oh, yeah, I am not the skin suit. Yes, sir? It's okay to do the program. Perfect. Okay. Um, construction. <laughs> And that, that too, yeah. right? So yeah. like all this trivial shit. And, and like, there's like these big things, and then there's like boogers yeah. and pooping and yeah. farting. And like like all of it is God. And even the thought is that. And so reminding oneself that you can't control it anyway. So either you paddle out and you ride the wave and you do a few tricks before it hits the shore or you resist and you every time i'm in resistance i get more hurt than when i am in alignment Mm -hmm. there's no possible way to understand or even know this this is why religions were formed to try to give people peace right what you just asked has been asked since Humanity existed since we've been yeah. here. We've been like, yo, why are we here? Yeah, the existential like, dilemma. Know. Yeah, <laughs> no one's ever answering that question. Yeah. What the fuck is this? <laughs> yeah. But here's the cool part I believe that um, whatever is controlling and animating the planet sends people back and sends messages through people, um, including myself and you. And we have seen many times where people have died and come back, and they all say the same thing. No matter where they are in the world, they all say the same thing. And so, clearly, there is more than this thing that we know. There's Mm -hmm. more. I mean, we know there's other planets. We just don't know how to inhabit those things. Um, And, you know, there's different timelines. So yeah. there could be dimensions, Tom. parallel universes, multiverses, exactly. possibilities. It's yeah, it's yeah. endless. Yeah. Tom is there's another Tom right now. He's jacking off the porn. Yeah. On, <laughs> on like some, <laughs> and he's loving it. Yeah. Yeah, he is. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, like you said, man, it's a question that we've all been asking, and I don't know if we're gonna get a straight answer. We just have to find it for ourselves yeah. subjectively. Um, like I know you're busy. Um, for today, man. So I'm just going to ask you a couple more questions. Can you just go through, because um, I was watching a video with you recently, it's like you sp- speak about these different states of consciousness. There's to me, by me, me through, through me, me, and as me. Yeah. Can you just briefly explain each one of them? What, they, what do they mean? So most of the world, most of your friends, family, are operating from to me. To me consciousness is like, victim. Yeah. It's, it's the world, I'm at the effect of the world, it's the government, it's you, it's my cousin, it's the price of broccoli, it's everything, it's all happening to me. And then what happens is, is as we start to read personal development and like, you know, get, get a little more understanding of the law of attraction, then we move into this buy me place. Hmm. Where it's like, oh, I create my own reality, right? Buy me, buy me, right? And this is the hustle hard. This is the, like, grind, you know, make it happen kind of thing. And then sometimes, now we're moving into a whole other ballgame where most, most people, most people are, have not 
position themselves for too long. They've done it, but not for too long. Um, now we're talking about through me consciousness. And through me consciousness, is this is a surrender. This is, you know, use me. This mm. is, you know, spirit, God, Buddha, Allah, Krishna, Jesus. What, what would you have me do? What would you have me say? Where would you have me go to uh, support humanity at this time while I am here on this planet? Right? That, that um, through me, is a powerful stage. And then there are people. All of us have had this experience at some point, even at birth we had it, where we go into asmi. And asmi is Christ consciousness. This is the Buddha nature. This is when we are so tapped in in alignment. This is that point when, when you hit, when the molly hits on the dance floor and you're just like, God is everything! <laughs> like, mushroom dropped in like, whoa! <laughs> <laughs> that moment, right? Um, but extended. Yeah. Without needing the molly or the mushrooms or the LSD or whatever else uh, people use, these tools people use to tap into to the to the one. Mm. Right? So that asme stage, that, that asme, when you're operating from asme, and I've tapped into this many times in my lifetime, and I do my best to uh, dance there as much as possible, uh, I'd say most of my uh, day-to-day is bouncing between all of them mm-hmm. but i like to hover in through me but yeah. to me happens for sure i i won't find a parking spot and i'll be like God, the traffic yeah. <laughs> why yeah why yeah, me yeah. yeah exactly um so yeah that's that's those are the stages of consciousness those were uh essentially created by uh, one of my mentors his name was michael uh, Beckwith. He was the guy in the secret that had the dreadlocks, the, the, the uh, African-American gentleman. Uh, right, yeah, yeah. I've heard of him. I've got to check him, check him out. Yep. He's uh, amazing. And um, you just briefly described psychedelics, you know, people act, you know, taking ecstasy or whatever to feel that love, mm-hmm. that oneness. How do you f- yes. tap into that without the use of any drugs? Because as you know, yes. drugs aren't sustainable and yes. there's a come down. It's much, man. If there was no come down, I'd be on ecstasy every single day. But I can't. Yeah, yeah. yeah I can't. Yeah. <laughs> sure, sure. Uh, there's many ways, uh, but figure out what makes your heart smile and do that as much as possible. That's one. Hmm. Two, drink more water. Three, dance. Get in your body. Allow your vessel to to um, express. Allow your biology to express. Um, that was three. Four, get into nature. Take your shoes off. Go do some hippie shit. Put your feet in on Mother Earth mm-hmm. and allow her to charge you. Five, sit in silence and listen. No phones, no journals, no nothing. Just sit and listen and ask, what do you want me to know about me, about life, about love? And listen. Listen. It'll hit. You'll see it. It's always been there. It's yeah. always been there. Yeah. You know? I agree. It's just, yeah, sometimes we just forget. That's the problem. Yes, sir. Um, all right, man. Well, well, we'll finish this up, but I just want to have your quick thoughts on what, what do you think about using psychedelics for personal growth, and do you believe that it's something that can be useful at the start of our journey and then leading, let, leaving them be, or like what's, what's your philosophy behind that? Yeah, I mean, the whole game is to not need tools in order to access that part of ourself, which is, which is only truth, love, and beauty. And so, however one comes to that, you got to do what you got to do. Mm. I would suggest that once you know, you don't think that it's the tool. Because it's not the tool. The tool is helping you access that which already and always was and always will be. Mm. The tool. Yeah, helping you access and see what always was and always will be. So, so understanding that, then removing to the best of your ability anything that has you believing anything other than you are a queen or king, a, a, a expression of God. Anything that is in that way, you stop unfollowing people. 
You stop watching certain TV shows or scrolling certain things. You stop eating things that most of society is eating because 9 out of 10, they're trying to poison us. So mm -hmm. maybe, maybe <laughs> don't do that. Maybe you stop drinking because that is literally poison. Um, things that aren't supporting you. And then just have more sex. <laughs> sex is good. <laughs> yeah. Be a kid. Like be a giant kid. Go play. Right? Because you could be like my friend. Mm. He got hit by a car. You could be like my other friend who was shot in the head at 16 years old. Who knows when this time is going to come? No one knows. No. So, you <laughs> might as well enjoy it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Dance in it. And Dance play. in it. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. That's something that I've been uh, just looking at the subtleties of life and the little things. Because, like, my yeah. personality is very extreme. I've always wanted, you know, got to get a. Go to Peru, drink ayahuasca, and do all these extreme things for my growth. But then you find it's a paradox and it's a never-ending rabbit hole either. Yep. And I learned that from my first ayahuasca experience. It's like, hey, you don't need this. The medicine's yep. within you. But for whatever yes. reason, for egoic reasons, I went back. And I went back. Yes. And then I got punished brutally for it. Got a hyper slap. And now I'm like, I think I'm good Like yes. for that chapter yeah. of my life, at least at this stage. And it's like, you don't need it. You really don't need it. You have all that shit within you, within yourself, and it's like get. I guess about like you were saying, like the little things that you do every day. You know, cutting out bad habits step by step, yes. drinking water, going out in nature, and playing, creating. Yes. Awesome, man. Well, yeah. that's a, that's a good way to end the show, I think. Um, do you wanna? Where can people find you? Do you have any recommendations or anything to check out? Yeah, I mean, if you're on YouTube, look up Preston Smiles yeah. and you'll find at least like 280 to 300 something videos. And they're um, awesome, by the way. I'll leave the link in the show notes. Yeah, yeah. awesome. Um, and then other than that, then at Preston Smiles on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, or PrestonSmiles.com. Awesome, man. Well, it's been a pleasure, man. I wish, hopefully next time our paths will cross and we can, you know, speak in person. For sure. Oh, you know what? I have a free training. I was going to sell it, and then I was like, you know what? I'm just going to give it for free. It's PrestonSmiles.com forward slash overcome. So it's, it's, it's a training on how to overcome fear and uh, achieve more in this reality. Fuck yeah. In yeah. This physical dimension. Yeah. Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> well, awesome, man. Have a, I know you've got a busy day ahead of you, but um, have a good one, man. Thanks for coming on again. Beautiful, man. <laughs> All right, brother. Peace. All right. Later. <laughs>